0: Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.
1: Oh, hi. Hey, how are you? What's going on? What's happening? What is in your life right now? Welcome back to another episode of Awkward Sex and City. And no, I have not had more caffeine than I normally do, though I am talking at a a rate that is horrifying even to me. I am actually a little dead inside right now, Uh, in a good way. Uh, I'm just exhausted from like a a very fun weekend. Let's get real. Um, I am a dehydrated mess right now, and that's totally fine. And I'm totally cool with that. It was worth it. Uh, And I'm even recording this on my lunch break uh, because I had another episode recorded. But you know what? I decided I didn't like it. It was sad. It was about death. And I was like, that's actually not the energy that I want to be putting out for us and our summer right now. So I'm re-recording. About what, Natalie? I have no fucking clue. No fucking clue. I have a little bit of a clue, honestly. As... (laughs) As we gear up, as we get really, I mean, we're in it now. Like I'm recording, it's after Memorial Day. We're in fucking summer, it's June. We've made it. We've gone through collectively one of the worst years of all of our lives. Uh, and and here we are at the precipice of something great and horrifying. I don't know. I don't know what the summer's gonna look like. There's a lot of pressure for this summer to be great. But I think another thing that I noticed because At least in New York City for Memorial Day weekend, it was raining Friday, Saturday and Sunday and not just like, oh, it's raining like here and there and it's still warm. It was like fucking like 45 degrees one day and it was, it was just a mess and we were like in this weird holding pattern and you could just feel it like just, it's palpable how much people need a release. It's palpable how much of a ho summer this is going to be and I'm very excited for that and for everyone uh who will be partaking in ho summer. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. But that being said, after a year of, you know, the second side having all these like rules and rituals, rituals aren't the right word. Um things that we've had to do to protect ourselves, I do feel as if there is an energy out right now that it's like kind of like fuck it, we've done everything we can and we totally for the most part Have done everything that we can when it comes to COVID, right? Like, you've gotten vaccinated, you're fully vaccinated, you know, it's two weeks out since your second shot. We've washed our hands, we've worn the masks. And as we, you know, go forward, at least in New York, like now all of a sudden you don't have to wear masks indoors with strangers anymore, Um, which still horrifies me. But I did, I did that uh, Saturday night. Um, and it was kind of hilarious watching everyone walk in to this bar, um, and being completely overwhelmed by the fact of what was happening. Cause it was so real and new and felt super raw and just uncomfortable. Like, I think the first 10 minutes, like I could barely talk. Cause I was just like, is this it? Like, is this how, is this how I get COVID? But then you, you relax, you around people that you you love and you trust and you know that they're also vaccinated and everything as well and you're hoping the same for the strangers but i think with having all these regulations for so long there is this like need or this desire to just throw everything else to the wayside and i just want to do a little awkward sex in the city psa about ho summer ho 2021 summer like whether you are in a relationship, in an open marriage, poly, um, just single and having fun dating around, whatever your situation is. So my PSA is, are we using protection? Are we um, listening to other people's boundaries? Are we respecting their boundaries? Are we respecting our own boundaries? Are we finding ourselves uh, slipping back into old patterns that we found out we didn't like about ourselves pre-COVID? Are we communicating? Are we communicating well? Are we trusting our partners? Are we being trusting for our partners? Are we fucking listening? Have we gone to the gyno? Have we gone to the doctor? And this is coming from me. And I haven't gone to the gyno. And actually, what made me think about us is because we were talking about IUDs yesterday with a couple of people. And um, I haven't gone to the gyno since I got my IUD in. And that was in 2016. Because yes, I did get it the moment Trump got elected. (laughs) President, I was like, I'm not fucking around with this shit. I'm on, I was on fucking Medicaid. That can be taken away any moment um, and have not been since. And that's actually really not OK. You're supposed to go every two to three years. I'm disappointed in myself. Uh, so do it. I'm going to get an appointment as soon as possible to get my vads checked out. <laughs> Gynos are so funny because you're literally just like getting fingered. And it's so fucking intimate and and weird. And you always like, I, every doctor that I've ever had, you know, you like the little like paper gowns. Um, and I'm saying this more for, you know, someone who doesn't have a vagina, does not have a vagina. Let me get that out and may not have experienced this because I don't know if this is like specific only for like gynos and and specifically my gynos. And someone's going to email me and be like, that's actually really weird. Um <laughs> You can be like, That's a HIPAA violation. I don't think it is because it did make sense. And I've had multiple doctors do it. And I actually, I only have female doctors uh, for the most part, especially when it comes to gynos. I just, it is just such an intimate thing. Um, I'd rather have someone, I'd rather have someone that just has a vagina, like no matter what the gender, I just would like to know that they kind of have deal with like the same problems that I, or have the same questions that I have had or are having. And that's just me personally. But Back to what I'm talking about. For me, every time I've gone to the gyno, they make you or they ask you to wear the paper gown backwards. So you're completely exposed um, from tits to, to vulva. You're just like, you're just out there. And you get up on the little the, the table and you put your feet in the stirrups and you get as close as you can to the end of the table. And no matter what, no matter how hard you try. Your gyna goes, I need you to scoot a little bit closer and a little bit closer now, truly like at least three times. And you're just like, they like lower it and their face is just like in there, but they do what I've been told is the reason they ask for it to be open from the front is because they also check your, check your tits, do a little breast cancer screen, which also are we screening for that? I'm really bad about screening Uh, For like doing a self check on my boobs, my boobs have gotten bigger. Um, It sometimes hurts uh, because I push really hard. So I'm like, I'm not doing it, but it really can help detect lumps. It can help, you know, find it sooner, much, much sooner. And of course, with like any type of cancer, the sooner you find it, the better. Right. And so I'm just saying all this because that's what this summer is, right? The summer, you know, we all have this expectation, I feel like. And again, I hope I'm not putting words in your mouth. And I'm very much speaking for myself in this situation. But I do feel like there's a lot of pressure on this summer to be so great and to be our best and for us to be being our best. And I think that also means like on top of, you know, making plans and having as much fun as possible. I think it also means like making sure you ha- have time to recharge. I canceled drinks today and I've canceled this person twice now. <laughs> but I have it like I've written it down in pen this time we're getting drinks on Thursday but I just was like, you know what? I just had pretty intense 4 days of of fun, all great things, but I can now feel that like I need to recharge. Like I can't physically be present with someone right now after working. Um after like my first day back from like a four-day weekend. You know what I mean? And I think it's fair. I think it's very fair to set that boundary. And I was like super honest with her too. I was just like, hey, here's what's up. And that's new for me. In my past, I would have just canceled and made up some fucking lie. And I was like, I am a dehydrated mess. Here's what's going on. And it was perfect. Uh, She already had a date anyways uh, that got rescheduled. So it worked out perfectly. Um, And I just think that's really, really important to continually harp on on being as honest with our friends being as honest with ourselves wearing condoms getting our 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 genitals checked uh, making sure we're up to date when it comes to STDs STIs being honest with that information with the people that we are about to uh fornicate with um there's gonna be a lot of sex this summer and I'm super excited for everyone especially after last summer because last summer. Last summer ended up being magical because you just didn't understand or there. I mean, back in like April, May, like we were freaking out because we didn't even think the beaches would be open and you didn't even know if that was safe. Turns out it was. Turns out, you know, being outdoors was very important for not only our mental health, uh, but just it was safer. Right. But you just didn't know. You didn't know what was coming. You had no clue what the summer was going to look like. And what the past summer was going to look like. And I think there was a lot of stress still involved going out because you still just didn't know exactly what was safe and how to be the safest for yourself and the people you were around and the strangers you were around. I don't know about you guys, but I definitely do care more about the strangers around me. Like if I can do something to make sure that they don't get sick, then I would like to continue to do that. Um But again, that's just me, and I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, and I'm not trying to get you to do something that you don't want to do. However, I don't know. I feel like y'all, we should keep the masks when we're sick. I think it's great. I am definitely going forward. If I'm coughing, I'm wearing a mask outside. I also think I might be wearing a mask in a plane now, always. But that is just a different story. I don't know. That's just a different conversation <laughs> I think I've said my piece um not my piece but just I think it's important that we remember um, the other things we need to do to be tra- be protecting ourselves we're exhausted we are exhausted there is no way around that this year was exhausting you are all depleted we have all been transformed into different people even if you don't think you have there's I honestly think there's no way you're not a different person from um pre-COVID I just don't I just think it was too much there's too much that happened and all I can say for that is like we all know that saying right like if you can make it in New York City you can make it anywhere and it's very true no matter how cliche it is it's very true but I don't think people talk about like why and the reason if you can make it here you can make it anywhere is because New York City will chew you up it will destroy you and that is scary and it's horrifying. And it's happened to me multiple times in what is about to be 10 years in the city come August, come my birthday. I've been here for 10 years. So I can attest that this is very, very, very true. But it will destroy you, it will eat you up. And then you like literally rise anew from the ashes as something different. And I'm not going to lie, it's usually better. I've definitely had a transformation where it wasn't. I was very open and honest about that in this past COVID past COVID year, past year in my solo episodes. But when you've gotten to a point where you're like, you know, you're that low and you've gotten to see yourself come out of it and you yourself did the work, right? You got yourself out. It's super empowering. It's super cool. And it just gives you a whole new outlook that like what we think is scary and impossible maybe isn't the reason I was trying to make it like a parallel to like COVID of just like, there's no way you're not different. And it could feel weird right now. I think there's a lot of weird feelings going on. There's a lot of this whole like us going from zero to 100. That's horrifying. It is a hundred percent horrifying. And if that is what you are feeling right now, it is very valid and overwhelming, but you've just been through a lot and you're here and you're standing and you've discovered more about yourself and the only i was gonna say the only way from here is up i don't know if that's right um but that's also not true you just know you just went through a lot of shit and now you know you can go through more shit if you have to i guess what i'm saying but what i'm saying is i want you to make sure you're wearing a condom or you're trying to have your best hoe summer also you're just protecting yourself in whichever way that you need to And I like, it can truly be like, like I mentioned earlier, um, the episode that I recorded previously was like super sad. Um, like I was crying in it and like, even after I like saved it or whatever, I was just like, no, that's not going live. I'm not, what is, what is that energy that I'm putting out? I don't like it. But so I was like pretty depressed, uh, for a reason that, um, well, I'll tell you guys, because uh, I think I talked about it on the podcast, but me and Aaron fell in love with the swans of New York City, of of Prospect Park. I think there's some swans in Central Park as well. But long story short, um, they totally helped our sanity, right? And fell in love with them. And then, you know, they had babe, like they just had babies. And then we just found out that it's looking very true that someone murdered the male swan (laughs) and I was devastated. I was devastated, Um, have cried multiple times over it, like embarrassingly so. And it was a lot and it was really hard and I'm still really upset about it. And what's crazy is that there is now another family of swans and that they're about to hatch eggs. So we're about to have literally like 12 fucking swans in Prospect Park. And if you live in Brooklyn or if you live in the city, fucking go. It's fucking wild. They are majestic. Uh, they're territorial as fuck. So just be aware. Like if you are trying to take a picture and you're getting close to the little little baby swans, they will rush you. I watched them do it to a girl that got too close. And I was just like, girl, what are you doing? But again, I was devastated. And the kind of Like, I feel like the only reason I bring it up now is because, and I think this is stretch as well, but if you have seen tarot cards or if you are like me and are like, what does it mean when you see blah, 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 if you see a dead bird, it's actually like a sign of like ending of a chapter. Um, And if you live in the city, you actually might see them a lot. I see dead birds all the time, especially in spring, because it's usually dead baby birds that tried to fly and it didn't work well. And they hit the concrete. And it's really upsetting to watch or not watch to see. Um, So I've looked this up a million times, but it is. Allegedly, like if, if you get like, you know, the death card in tarot, it usually means like, you know, beginning. An end of a chapter like something new was happening it's not like a bad omen it's actually like a good omen and so when it happened after i was like devastated i was like oh fucking a like this is way too on the nose of like it's literally a dead bird in front of me i mean i didn't see it but uh just knowing that they're not there anymore and the mom is like alone with these little baby swans like i again i was a wreck um but it did feel truly like uh the end of the chapter like the end of whatever <laughs> this fucking year and a half has fucking been and i hope that really is what it is i really do hope it is the end of this chapter and we're about to see a lot of what we needed to go back to normal go back to normal but we also hold on to the things that we've learned that should never have been normal Um, working too hard going to a school going to work sick I'm never doing that again I don't give a fuck about these corporations anymore never again am I going to work sick how we our bodies are more important than than money again I'm rambling and that's not what this episode is supposed to be about this episode's about wearing a fucking condom and taking care of yourself but again The reason I brought Swans is because I was very sad. And what I did to like recharge, which I do find sometimes embarrassing, was I read a shit ton of young adult fiction. Um, And personally, because I love the idea of just kind of going back into the nostalgia of being a teenager where your biggest problems were like you got waitlisted to UVA or something, which is what happened to me. And I was a fucking mess. And turns out I should have never gone to UVA. Um, And I didn't. It was great that I got waitlisted. Um, but like, that's your biggest problem, right? Like the guy that you think you're in love with, um, maybe is in love with you, which actually that's kind of huge. I don't know, but I just love it. It's, it's very simple. It's very, feels like someone's hugging you. Love to smoke a joint and read some to all the boys I loved before. It's my favorite. And then I watched all of them as well, um, to recharge. And so all I'm saying is like, you, you should recharge recharge when you need to recharge. (laughs) I'm just looking at like the recording and it's just, there's no pauses. Um, this is how I talked to Aaron truly. Like we were, we were like walking in the park and I, he was just like, you're Brian, you're Brian, your brain like really doesn't stop. Does it? And I was like, honestly, no. And I was like, does yours stop? Like how? Um, even if I meditate, it's usually like, I'll be like, Oh wow. My brain is clear. And then I'm like, could you just set that in your mind? Um, anytime I actually do truly meditate, like have like a clear mind, I feel super nauseous. Does anyone else like I actually don't like the feeling? Um, and that could maybe be me um, not meditating correctly, or still kind of not understanding the how or the why. I don't know. But again, I'm gonna say this repeatedly. Over and over and over and over over again. This episode, as I don't take a single breath, I truly think this summer is going to be great. It's truly why I did a brand new episode. I just don't think um, we need any sad solo episodes for a hot second. No matter how introspective or deep I thought I was being, I think right now the most important thing is that you know you've got your to-do list. You've got condoms. You've got your gyno appointments. You've got your health checkups. You've got your boundaries. You're actively listening to the people in and or around you, uh, making sure that their boundaries are being met as well. We're going to a brand new era of ourselves. And I'm so fucking excited for all of you and myself. Very excited. Um, I think this is going to be a huge release that We all knew we needed, but didn't think it was going to actually come. And who knows what comes in the future? Who knows if we're actually not done? But all I know is right now, it feels good. It feels safer. We all need a release. And I think it's coming. Just make sure you are taking care of yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, therapy, highly recommend it for everyone, even if you don't think you need it. Um, there are times where I don't want to talk to my therapist because I don't think I have anything to talk about. Turns out you always have something to talk about. And sometimes it is just about having someone listen to you vent that is not your partner. Because that's putting a lot on your partner as well. I think it helped my relationship with Aaron um, to be able to have this person that I could vent about whatever was going on, complain and learn and grow and I really really think if you are able to afford it if it is you know covered by your insurance I would highly recommend looking into it even if it's just once a month I mean I got I don't know without my fucking therapist um I don't know what this year would have looked like or this past year would have looked like for me mentally it was a lot of um, dark moments for sure Uh, and it's just great to have someone there and then I don't know like I've been my therapist for four years at this point or five, maybe five years. Uh, It's been a long time and you don't feel like you're doing a lot of work. And then you look back and you're like, holy shit, man. Things have changed. I am proud of myself. So again, therapy, condoms, young adult (laughs) romance fiction to all the boys I loved before. Beaches, summer, vitamin D, vitamin C as in like the beach. I'm really happy for us. There will be more episodes with guests with actually talking about sex. We will get back to sex and dating very soon. I just did feel like it was important to just remind ourselves that we should all still be protecting ourselves and not just from COVID. So guys, I will see you guys next week. We will talk next week. We will listen. You will listen to me. I always say we talk, but you're just listening to me, which I think is cool. And again, truly cannot thank you all enough for being here for being on this journey um more to come how exciting go buy a little mask for your penis condoms are now our new best friends wash your hands wear your mask remember to take care of yourselves in all the ways and i will see you guys i will talk to you guys next week